that's cool. I've always said that about myself. I've always said that about yourself too. In my little bio on everything, it just says little, little rascal. And you got your hair. You got the alfalfa hair. Yeah. That's like the first gift you ever made was you doing your hair. That's right. I think that was the first gift ever, actually. Of you. Right. And I became internet famous. Right. And like, where is he And now? I got rich and then I moved to Bradenton, Florida. And I... <laughs> now you look like a king. <laughs> I have a lot of money and I'm just really not. I'm just... You think that when we go out and I'm like mm. cheap, like, oh, we should split this, you know. It's a cover. It's a cover. It's a guy's. But also you're young and you got a lot of life to live. True. And you who do knows? have a lot of money, but right. yeah. Who knows what could happen? Or who knows how long you could live? You could live to your 100. Exactly. <laughs> I could live to 100 and it would it would There's a lot of things I have to buy in this lifetime right. if that's the case. Right. And that there's only that one gift, you know. That doesn't happen again. That's once in a lifetime. <laughs> like the guy who made the uh the little dog in hell with the coffee. Right. Yes. Find that meme. That's it. That's it. One and done. <laughs> I haven't heard about him since. Or he could be ghostwriting all these great memes. Ooh, that would be a cool, not cool career. Right. Ghostwriting memes. Like, like years <laughs> later, you know, we see a documentary about. It's like, it's all these famous internet stars, mm-hmm. and they're like, it all started. You know, everybody talks about this, this guy, guy, but it's actually this guy the man behind the genius and he's like got a big beard it's like daniel johnson in the in his documentary he's like overweight and like he's done a bunch of acid and he's like looking at the wall and they're like hey daniel there's some people that want to talk to you or it's the reverse he's just like a two-year-old kid and he's like i don't know and he's just pressing he's just he's in a meme generator and like something brilliant happens just like pepe there's a um the don't tread on me with the snake there's a uh don't tread on memes and it's a sad pepe face and i kind of want to get it you should i hate that don't tread on me thing i do too that's why when i saw the don't tread on memes i like cried a little bit i didn't realize what it was the whole time i had mr hafer's um when he had the giant ones yeah Mm -hmm. i had no idea what did you think it was i thought it was related to history like i thought it was related to american history but like you know um more like uh, uh paul revere related right tea party sort of stuff that's what my mind went to right away uh-huh. and now i'm like oh huh. that libertarian yeah The Pepe thing, did we talk about that? About how Pepe was, I think so. A symbol of hate now? That's <laughs> and the guy f- who made it, <sighs> there was like a short little like two minute video. He was like bummed, but he's like, I'm not giving up. He's like, I love Pepe. The craziest thing I heard about on the internet recently, and I heard about it today. Have you heard about Pizzagate or what is being called Pizzagate? I saw the headline and didn't read it. I was working. Okay. I saw the headline and I went, I have to read this. I saw cop cars in a street. And it said Pizza Gate. <laughs> Here, and I thought it was like somebody trolling, right? Uh-huh. This is what happened. Apparently, somebody started a news story that Hillary Clinton was running a sex trafficking, child sex trafficking <laughs> ring in the back of this pizza place. But they used a real pizza place. Okay. It's called Comet Ping Pong in D.C. Okay, I saw the Comet thing. Right. Yeah. So this pizza joint's been like, being harassed by people like every day like just patrons just just they've had they get phone calls you know (laughs) and they've had threats and things so but i think yesterday this guy walked in to the pizza place with a gun oh my god to investigate what yeah a civilian yeah this guy from north carolina i don't know if he drove there (laughs) why or he was visiting yeah but excuse me but he he went there to investigate this pizza gate clinton sex ring child sex trafficking ring that she was running behind a pizza joint that's unbelievable equally incredible and insane and then it's called pizza gate and then it's called pizza and i just watched this john oliver thing where they're talking about the media and how trump was able to be elected in part because of the media how much airtime the media gave him and how they right. didn't take him seriously 
and how all these news sources have been generating so much fake news. Right. And people get their news from whatever is on their social media account and whatever their little community shares with them. Like we get a lot of like, and that's how I see John Oliver things because the people I know share John Oliver clips. And he'd kind of address that too. Like in order to do good and fight against Trump and things like that, you need to not just share these videos with, you know, the same small number of people. Right. So like, yeah, there's people that go online and see, oh, the Clintons have been running a child sex ring or Hillary's been running a child sex ring behind this pizza joint. Mm -hmm. And they believe it. Right. And then enough of those people share it with the others. Like I found out and they addressed that. So Donald Trump had this quote about Republicans are dumb. Do you remember that quote? Mm-hmm. It was going around like, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. That's not re- he didn't say that apparently. Yeah, they just So if somebody can just take something, put something over it, quote somebody, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, whoa. Did do you remember the Taylor Swift thing? It was like when uh it was early internet. Well, I guess not early internet. It was like mid. I don't know. It just seems like it's been so long. It was a couple years ago and people were taking pictures of Taylor Swift like on Tumblr or Reddit or some one of those image based sites and they put uh Adolf Hitler quotes and then put like Taylor Swift. Oh, no. But people like they were getting like huge responses and reblogged and reposted. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah. But it's that same kind of thing. Yeah. Like people are dumb and have no context and don't question what they see. They just <laughs> accept it. Sure. To the point where they're posting Adolf Hitler quotes. (laughs) I had done something where I I didn't make it, but I shared it a lot. It was like a Honey Boo Boo image, and it was like a Nietzsche quote. Yes. It was like my (laughs) favorite thing ever. Those are great. Yeah. But that's so ridiculous. Yeah. You can't believe... I mean, the Trump thing you can believe. Right, right. I mean, I don't think anybody believes, but, you know, the Hitler thing was probably a vague thing that wasn't like, kill the Jews, you know? Right. I mean, I imagine... I love her music, but she's really anti-Semitic. I saw this quote of hers. But, I mean, I guess that kind of makes me like her more, I think. I'm sure there's people that take that approach, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. No, but, I mean, he he was a smart man. He played the game. He did, I'm sure there are quotes in there that you would go, okay, that's applicable, because he was smart enough to convince uh, bunches of people to do awful things, but whatever. I'm sorry. I I just went on a. I know, and I you were talking about Donald. Uh, you're talking about Hitler, <laughs> but I honestly, for a second, I was like, oh, oh, and it's kind of scary that I just confused the two without even like I, there was like a little <laughs> brain lapse. <laughs> but that's um, what you're saying though about having a bubble of your news sources. That I feel like everyone gets that. Like if you and I don't care what side you're on. If you're watching Fox News all the time, switch it up. Watch. MSNBC for half an hour here and there, watch whatever, or look at something different. You can't, and on our side, don't only listen to NPR. It's great, but back off a little. I know. I need to take (laughs) it easy on that NPR. Just switch it up. Just do something that you, like, if you listen to NPR, listen to Fox, and if you listen to Fox, listen to NPR. (laughs) So different. That's what I'm saying. You got to kind of mix it up, but you got to kind of, because... Um, I don't think any of them are really telling the whole truth. And like you're saying, there's just stuff, there's fake news out there for sure because every day there has to be like a half dozen stories that people are talking about. Like on the radio, every day they talk about something new. Every single day. Sports mixed with pop culture, mixed with world news. There's a handful every single day that they deem important enough to tell or to, to fill up their time. And I'm positive most of those are fabricated or it's just how do these journalists feel okay about that i mean how do you feel okay when you convince so many people of something so wrong one of my coworkers told me that for uh, she was talking about her thanksgiving and how she had gone over to her relative's house and her i don't know if it was her i think it was her grandma or her husband's grandmother or whatever did not believe that there were people actually protesting in North Dakota. She thought that it was fabrication. She thought that they were all paid. Like it's a liberal fabrication to somehow. Yeah, she didn't think any of it was real. 
but what she didn't think that there was anything she <laughs> i don't I, I i i was trying to figure it out but it was just but what's the gain from that to have people just go protest this pipeline well she thought the pipeline was real but she didn't think people were actually protesting i think she thought that but I'm saying who was paying these people. I know. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. And that's, yeah, and that's yeah, why, yeah. That's why I, because I didn't really investigate it further. I just was like, what? I'm sorry. That's, that's fucking She's just crazy. like, it's not real, you know. You know, it's not real. <laughs> They're all being paid. Who are? And I think that was her line of questioning too. Yeah. Yeah, because that makes no sense. But I could, I, yeah, I know what you mean. People um, think it's think everything not just that specifically but like there's some weird propaganda against their agenda or something sure when it's just like these people are sad and don't want this to happen to their culture or, or the, in their in their people have an opposing agenda <laughs> right you know? right the world is great because there's things that are in conflict mm-hmm. and compromise has to be reached because of conflict mm-hmm. and if not we would just be like some might argue, oh, we'd be all unified, but we're still human. Yeah. Did you see that? It was going around Facebook a little bit. The map of the world um, versus like the pigmentation of the native people, wherever mm-hmm. that region was. Yeah. It was great because it's, it's like a Tumblr post that's been put on Facebook, but it shows the whole world. And then close, like closer to the equator you are, the darker you are, and farther away from the equator, the lighter you are. It's skin from from evolution. And that's like all it is. It's just region and closeness to the equator depicts your color. But then obviously, you know, you mix cultures and then you start to get other colors and stuff. But it's just like all we are fighting about or like one of the biggest fights we fight about is literally just where your great-grandfather was in relation to the equator. <laughs> like, like right. literally, that's it. Because you got more exposure to the sun, you were darker. And because you didn't get as much exposure to the sun, you were lighter. Wow, that's that's great. <laughs> and it's a map, it's great. It's like, there's like, and there's like little bubbles where like, maybe uh, it, it doesn't necessarily follow that u- uniformly, but it's, it's cool. It's cool to look at. Because that's what, that's all it is. Like what you're just saying, we're just humans. We're just people. We're just fucking, we're just hanging out. We're just trying to get some food and. Everybody just wants to hang out and play beer pong. <laughs> yeah. Which we did Which this we weekend. Did. Yes. We crushed it, by the way. That picture is almost as amazing as we were the other night. That's true. <laughs> there was a great picture taken of DJ and I um, decimating our opponents in beer pong, and they caught me in the picture throwing the beer pong. But it's a Polaroid. Ping pong. It's a Polaroid. Which yeah. makes it a little bit greater. That but it got the ball in in motion. That, yeah, that's in what I'm focus. Yes. And we're in focus. Yes. And it, the perspective, it's like, I don't know if that's a film thing because it's not digital that's able to do that. Because not all know. film, like when you make a movie, is in focus. Like if I were... If so like intentionally? or No, no, like when you pull focus, it can't focus on two things from different perspectives so like right if somebody like i'm facing dj but we if you were shooting behind me you would either have you in focus or the back of my head in focus you would you couldn't have both right so from the perspective of that ball it was kind of interesting because it's shooting the ball right in front of the camera but we're in the in the background and okay. both are in focus yeah that was a cool picture it's a it's a great picture it should be the cover of your rap album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to work on that. I need to get, I need to write that next great rap album. You know what you need to do is you need to start taking, well. Drink purple drink. Drink purple it. drink and you need to start taking the bus to work so that mm. you can listen to beats that I've made you for like hours because it will take you That's hours. What Eight mile. Eight mile, Exactly. I'll I'll pack you. I'll put spaghetti in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> spaghetti <I'll>, again. <laughs> it's just like beats. And It'll I'm be like a new like two gig old iPod and a, a plastic bag of spaghetti, and that's what I'll give you every day. And 
can I move somebody somewhere with the transportation system being better at least? I mean, you could. Because you know how long it takes to <laughs> get the bus here? It, I would That would be my whole day commuting. You would have to like go wait for the bus at midnight. I know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I have coworkers that come from Venice to Sarasota on the bus. That's crazy. And it takes them like, like I don't know, and like two, three hours it seems like. Yeah. Because you got to hit the connections. You got to... You got to wait, and they come like every forty-five <laughs> minutes. And if you miss it, and yeah, I'm used God to, forbid you need a water right? or like a snack. Somewhere. I know. I'm used to the L in Chicago, where it's right. like you just, it's just that's what you do. You take public transportation. It's super efficient. Right. Did you take the bus a lot or ever? Yeah, I took the bus pretty frequently. Like my, in the winter. Yeah, my second up, uh, the second apartment I had there was, uh, it was, it this weird spot where it was like a ten-minute walk to the train. Or I could take the bus. The problem was the bus didn't go right to my work. I had to like jump like two buses or I could just walk 30 minutes. So I often just like just walked it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the bus sucked compared to the train. Really? Yeah. Cut, like just the motion of it. Like, like the bus around here is just like homeless people. And things like that. So that's what I assume the bus is. But I don't think that's what the bus is like in Chicago. I would say that the more eccentric uh, riders I encountered on the bus than the train. Okay. The train, though, like... there was The train was always kind of weird because there was that feeling of, like, going... You would go underground sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I feel like I can't really escape if I have to. Right. But the bus, you know, you could see <laughs> other people on the yeah. sidewalk. But I had a crazy exp- – well, not crazy. I mean, I was only in Chicago for a year, so I mm-hmm. didn't really have – I'm sure people have way better experience uh, – crazier <laughs> stories. But, better. <laughs> yeah. This one time, I was just sitting on the bus with Emily. We were kind of in the back of the bus. This guy gets on the bus, and he's like – he's just angry. He's, like, looking around, like, already pissed. And I'm like, oh, God. And he's – you can just sense his energy, like, as soon mm-hmm. as he got on the bus. And he sits towards the front of the bus. And the bus, you know, starts driving and he just turns around. He looks me directly in the eyes. He's like, I'm going to kill you. Ooh. And I went, and I said, hey, did he say he was going to kill me? Like <laughs> me? She, I don't, she's like, I don't know. He could have been talking to anybody. And then I realized he was a lunatic. Like he was yeah. just not all there mentally. Right. So I guess I didn't feel threatened. I guess. I don't know. But you're still here. Yeah, I made it. Did he get off before you got off or did you have to walk past him? The great question. The <laughs> bus has two doors. There's one oh, further yeah. in the back. Yeah. That's easier to exit while people are entering. So we exited when he was still riding. Yeah. But you got the middle right. door, so it's fine. Because I'm sure he was going much further than we. He was He was in it for the long haul. What does bus driver do? Just like, eh, kill, yeah. kill him dead? Uh, maybe yeah. <laughs> I mean. They probably see some crazy. Oh, my God. I cannot crazy. imagine doing anything in public transportation in Chicago. But right? the guy in the subway, though, he's just in his little, right? He's just sitting there up in the front. You don't even see him. You only see him when he opens the window to look to make sure people are have not, they're not being crushed by the doors. <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes, hey, get your get your legs in. Come on. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that the L does around Christmas is, I think it's the brown line, they, they decorate like one car of the train or a whole train holiday. Yeah. So it's like all Christmassy. It's very like it's very to- like yuppie. Like we're in the holiday train, oh. all aboard! Be, someone gives you champagne. I wish. <laughs> You're like, this is the L. It's gonna cost you three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. Oh, I also on the bus. I would get. St- I remember this one guy's like. You get stoned. No, I did see a guy doing coke on the bus though. He just took out a big old key of coke and just. Like, uh. But this other guy on the bus told me that he's like, I just got out of prison. He was talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Emily, like, we were like, we were like, oh, cool, right on. He didn't want anything. He he like he just wanted to, like, freak someone out. I don't know what his, I don't know what he was trying to do. Well, if he's he just li- like, on my way to see my girl, just got out of prison. And we're like, oh, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> what, what uh, so you, he wasn't trying to be intimidating. He was just I don't tell, think so. He's just like, hey, guys, you seem like <laughs> yeah, I guess. people I should tell this to. Uh, but there's so much less of that now, I think, because everybody just puts their earbuds in and they just, like, that yeah. scene in her, you know, when he's commuting mm-hmm. and nobody acknowledges anybody. When I went to visit you, that's how I, it felt. Yeah. 
it's people really that just it's like that mix of like the young professional people that are just yeah just talking my dad romanticizes new york a lot and mm. he romanticizes his time there and i'm sure it was so different than it would before be before cell phones yeah because he's like and i i've gone to cities with him where he's super comfortable on trains and things but i see him looking around like ready to engage with somebody right like almost ready to be like how's your day going like and start and i just want to be like i don't know how it was then but it's definitely not like that now <laughs> they're not gonna do that unless they're yelling at you yeah so sorry dad but sorry times are different times are the different times have changed you should get on tinder dude and just do it like that it's a better way to go about it i, I haven't heard much about tinder recently i think it's kind of is it is it over now? Or it could be just that. Is it over now? We're what all, do the kids use? We're all old and in relationships. What do you young single people use? My footbook. My footbook. Bumblebee. Boomble. <laughs> Boomble. <laughs> Google Maps. Google. <laughs> you just type in an address and drive there. We just type in pretty young lady. <laughs> no, you respond. You go on to your email, go into the spam folder, <laughs> young and horny. It's the, and usually you the first one. <laughs> and you click on the first one and it's love. So yeah. I, I heard um, I heard the DeSoto Mall's been bought as a new owner. Oh, snap. And there was like some article about it being like, it's like <laughs> somebody's like, uh, it has a really bad reputation and we want it to be better. And I'm like, what does that mean? Are you going to? tear it down are you gonna yeah build a new mall what are you gonna do it's kind of vague and i it made me think about utc mm -hmm. because i had to be at utc twice this weekend okay once i knew about the other time <laughs> i think i was trick christmas too. shopping or just yeah, general that was the one i knew about and the other one was like trick um but anyways the utc mall i hate but they had the best Santa Claus I have ever seen in my life. You saw him? Yeah. I only saw like the little configuration. I didn't. So actually... they went all out like the mall's super rich right. anyways. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. So we're walking around and we see this giant sled thing they have, which is mm -hmm. this like interactive Santa experience <laughs> that they offer for rich Sarasota kids. And but Santa was just walking around it kind of. Okay. And we were on the second level of the mall and mm -hmm. we stopped and looked down like oh that's pretty cool and i go oh look it's santa and emily saw him and he looked up and he saw us and he smiled and gave this <laughs> jolly santa wave and emily instantly just just started <laughs> waving like and was so happy to see santa and like it, she, she was, was like so, four years he, old yeah like he was the best santa i've ever seen like he looked the part he looked the part he was like jolly like you wouldn't believe yeah. And then a coworker confirmed that she took her son there, and she and and she's a she's she lives in Bradenton, and I wanted her, I wanted to be like, oh that look how fancy Sarah like rag on Sarasota, but she was like, no, we took our kids that Santa, and he was the best Santa I've ever like he was engaging with her kids like yeah like brought them to him like you know like dude does he have a Yelp Can we I don't know but he was amazing <laughs> like the, he just he's like waiting he's like a, a I don't know a plumber. Yeah, or right. something. Well, what it made me think about is, are there levels of Santa? Like, does he get paid more than because the one DeSoto would it. have had last year right. or this mm -hmm. year, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, does he have a Yelp? Like, how do people know to seek him out? Like, because he, like, comes up and he's like, I'm a really good Santa. Like, I'm really jolly. Like, you're going to love me. Like, kids are going like, to love me. Yeah, yeah. You better be jolly. <laughs> They're all jolly. That's what all the other Santa said, right, too. Right. Santa. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Your cheeks aren't rosy enough. What are you going to do for us? Yeah. <laughs> What? What? On your knees. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> okay. This is L.A. <laughs> this is LA. If you want to be a Santa, be Santa in this town. That would be a good sketch. Because <laughs> you could play it all dark, but then the reveal is like it's Santa. Holy <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> the so one dark. tear. <laughs> He's like back at his hotel. Ugh. Oh, God. That got so dark. <laughs> But he was a great Santa. <laughs> but, but regardless, this man was actually really nice. And <laughs> I hate shopping. You hate shopping? For, for the holidays. For other people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I only like buying for me. It's me time. No, I just, and it, it was just being at the mall. I'm like, none of the people I want to buy gifts for want anything from here. I know. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I, what am I going to buy? 
a J Crew sweater for somebody? Yeah, like what? This doesn't fill the void. No. <laughs> oh, cute! This will look good in the back of my closet forever. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I was looking through my closet, and I still have like a shirt or two that has uh, its tags on that I've had really? for like two years. That you were gifted. I was gifted, but I was okay with enough to keep because I I get rid of a lot of stuff. Like if I get something that I don't like it, I get rid of it. Like me too. Why keep it? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because I tell people, people know not to buy clothes for me. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I make that very clear. Listen, <laughs> listen. There's one thing you need to know about me. I'm my own man, yeah. and I pick my own shirts out. Exactly. They go, huh? Okay, but well, I'm gonna get you a shirt. I said, I'm not gonna like it. I feel it. like that's not unreasonable. Like I no. don't want to know somebody who's like. Wearing a shirt that somebody just gave them. They don't even like it? Yeah. What, are they walking around with no confidence? <laughs> Who I, I think there is a a group of typically married men who just don't care and let their wives just say, yeah, well, whatever. Bring this up in five years to me and okay. see if I'm not wearing okay. a shirt let me make that a, Emily bought where's me. Where's my phone? Yeah. Make a reminder. <laughs> Five years from now. That's right. I'll do it. I know you will. We'll still be doing the same old podcast and the same... No, I'm just kidding. It'll be at your place in a couple years. That's right. Am I, uh, my mansion? <laughs> I struck in gold. In Beverly Hills. I was daydreaming the other day because there was a while where Emily thought that I secretly won the lottery and wasn't telling anyone. Really? Yeah. Did she never... You never heard her say that? She was like, I'm I think... Sure she <laughs> may have... And the other day, uh, for some reason, something made me thought, I don't know, maybe I saw an ad for uh, the lottery or something, and I was like, what if I did? That'd be so cool. But I was like, now because that joke is there, I would never tell. Like, And I was like, how cool would that be? Because I'd just like, live this modest life, but then like I'd have like a Maserati or something. Yeah, you would have pr- that would have been so cool because you would have told her a lie. She would have, have believed it. Then she would have <laughs> either, she may still believe it, but I'm assuming she's she's decided oh it's not real right. and actually you start living this like lavish lifestyle mm-hmm. and she and starts she's like, to wait. think it again or you were telling the truth wait no i was right the whole you had it the whole time <laughs> is what she would say okay and december what's today to say is today wow in five years december Struggled 5th will be on word. a sunday so it's actually pretty close What am I asking you about? You're going to ask me if I'm wearing a shirt that I actually like (laughs) or if I'm just wearing it because my wife I'm going to put your last name because I'm going to assume that. Right. You'll know (laughs) seven other Kyles. (laughs) Ask Kyle Shoemaker. But you need to do that because I'm finding notes in my phone of single words, phrases. I have no idea what they mean. But during you were like, yeah, Kyle. I have no idea what they mean. Shoemaker. If he's wearing a <laughs> shirt <laughs> that someone... Yeah, you have to be very specific. Yeah. Else. You think you're going to have the it. same phone in five years? No, but I will still be hooked up to... It's through... Whatever the cl- the version of your phone is, cloud? Well, no, just Gmail. Gmail. It'll, I'll still have the same Gmail. Because it's like the closest thing to my name that I think I'll ever be able to get, so I'll probably have it forever. Deej? Dot Larson. I'm surprised there's so many DJ Larsons. I know. And then you go through like what is acceptable, like what can I write for the next four years? And they're like lamb chop. Yeah. Like that's nothing close (laughs) to it's like D lamb chop nuts. And you're like, what? What was the worst uh email address? What was the I I don't know, when I was really into (laughs) when I was really into film. I think my one of my email addresses was like Godfather, <laughs> yeah, eighteen something, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> which is like so douchey, yeah. But it was like, no, I love cinema, and it's my favorite film, <laughs> and you know, it's like, ugh. my first one, which is my weirdest one, was upside down emu at aol dot com. See, that's great though. And I remember be I was like fourteen or fifteen. My mom's like, oh my god, it's gonna be like a fun thing. Like, what do you want yours to be? And I was like. Let me think about it. And I was a psychopath still. Well, no, but that's, that's like, that's funny. And that's like age appropriate. I do all my stories. Like when somebody says like, what was that thing that you did? It was like, it's always pretentious. It's always like 
trying to be cooler than I was. Did you watch the LCD sound system documentary? No. You should. It's uh, honestly kind of hard to watch because he is so pretentious. But he acknowledges that. And he talks about it and he's like, I... He's like, a, I was like reading all this stuff because I wanted to be cool and like I knew these things were cool. Mm-hmm. But he's like, but then at the end of the day, like you're still exposing yourself to these things. And these things are actually are cool. Like there is merit in these books or albums or movies or whatever. But it's just like encased in this like shitty attitude or whatever. I think it goes about how you communicate those things to other people. But that, yeah, that's my second part is like, but you're a good dude and like you're grown up enough to realize that that's all bullshit, but you still have like good taste. I've, but I've, I've had to learn that and I've had to learn like that just because you like something doesn't mean everybody likes it and doesn't mean that you're better than them for liking what you like. Right. So how do you communicate it in like terms that connects to somebody just like, like I'm trying to do this. Okay, so the other day I was talking to a coworker about Arrival, and I was like, "Oh, she said she mm-hmm. saw it and hated it." And mm-hmm. I was like, "You hated Arrival because you responded positively." Because I loved to, it. Yeah. And but the the like douching me from back in you know when I was like really s- pretension was at an all time high. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, "How can you not like the movie?" For blah, blah blah. But it's like I start. So I was just kind of like, "Oh, what didn't you like about it?" Mm-hmm. And then it was just a dialogue about like, and I was like, "Oh, what kind of movies do you like?" Mm-hmm. And so it's like, but how do you word that question? Right. Not like there's no value in the movies. What you kind of like, movies or do judgment. you yeah, like? Yeah. yeah. And she told me movies she liked and I was like, oh, she said like, what did she say? Godfather 18. <laughs> Citizen Kane. No. Um, I don't know. But it it was just, it's just how you go about it, which kind of how we were, it, which reminded me today, like, so, okay. So the last two days I've been kind of in like a funk. I've just been kind of struggling with just not really enjoying my job right now and Mm -hmm. just going through the motions Mm -hmm. and trying to think about like, okay, now is the time. And I go through this like seasonally. This Mm -hmm. is a very Mm -hmm. reoccurring thing. And I'm here it comes again. Let me get a couple aspirin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) About like, okay, I think I started thinking about acting and how much I really loved acting when I did it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how I have moved away from it for any number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I had fi- if if I tried it and really committed to it and failed at it, that was too much for me to handle. Right. Maybe I just did what was easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I thought really that I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Do I want to do it now? And then I was like, so then I was online. I was looking at stuff, and then I started looking at some theaters in the area. And then I looked at like the artier theater in the area and mm-hmm. there was YouTube clips of them talking about, I don't really want to say the theater cause I'm glad we have a theater that's doing things that are a little right. more, just not like a little more, uh, not the yearly stuff. Like yeah, the, not the, not the, not that there's anything wrong with the musical, right. but like the same old musicals and things, but they all sounded so pretentious. Right. Talking about it. So I got super kind of like, so I was bummed and then I started to get a little hopeful, like, oh, maybe I'm going to try and like throw myself back into this. Like right. maybe I really didn't give it the chance that it deserved or maybe I need to see what its value is in, in my life is. Mm-hmm. So, and then I, and then I was like, oh, let's see what they're doing. Oh, I bet they're doing cool stuff. And I was just like, ugh, it doesn't, I don't want it to look like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe that's initially what got me kind of like excited. Mm hmm. But there's got to be a way to like do what they're doing, mm-hmm. but not be like that. Mm-hmm. I think there is, obviously. I mean, there's. I'm sure there's actors that you've watched interviews sure. that you're like, this seems like a real person, right? And then I was thinking, oh well, yeah. There's like there's like working theater actors, right? Know? There's like very like, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. He's like a working, seemingly like working class. Well, at one time, right? You know, then he made Hollywood money, but mm-hmm. I hear about him like living a very like modest life and very about the work, right? And so, just thinking like, oh, maybe that's what I need. I don't know. Kind of, I kind of got derailed. Um, you don't want it to look like the people that you 
we're perceiving but it. But I'm not even doing I'm not even doing it, so I right. can't really ask that. I can't even but that's where my mind will go. I'll get to a place where I go <laughs> I go, man, I would take this cool approach to it. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's almost douchey to be like when I, I do, do it, yeah. this thing I'm not doing, right. I'm gonna be different about it. Right. So then there's self hatred with that. Yeah. And then you're just they're still sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like Oh my god! I was just on YouTube for five hours. <laughs> well, <hungry>. today, <laughs> time to go to bed and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. kind of what happened today. Yeah. Like, I had two days of actively thinking about like pursuing theater again and getting back into acting. And then you had to go to work. And then I had to go to work, and I had to make dinner. Mm-hmm. And I had to look for Christmas gifts online. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do anything other than go on YouTube and do the simplest, smallest thing see something and go fuck those people <laughs> all of those people you know like yeah ugh, now that i'm articulating it <laughs> <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah you can think a lot of things once you say them it's a different different feeling that's the thing just like my whole life i struggle to walk the walk you know it's cheesy mm-hmm. but talk the talk walk the walk i yeah. really i really can talk about things mm-hmm but I like actually doing them is so difficult. Yeah. And I think will require some therapy. You the think that's year. what you need to do it? I need a I need a push that I'm not giving myself. Uh-huh. But I also resent people pushing me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I have to see what you're saying. You need to figure out in your mind how to make something fuel. Like something needs to fuel it. It can't just be like suspended forever. Right. Right. In suspension. But I feel all those same things you were talking about art, like when and then when I was doing it too, like I love it. Maybe I I'm afraid of what could happen. Like if I'm not accepted, it would be devastating. Like all those things that you said, I have completely felt. But I just feel like if I don't do it, I'm gonna hate myself. And then I feel like time goes by so quickly, and then you're like 35, and then you're 40, and you're like. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I'd rather just keep trying and failing. (laughs) And that's the best way to go about it. Right. But, but also too, like what you were saying, like some of the people that are involved, it's really discouraging or like, you don't want it to look like that. I totally feel that too. Even in like local, um, in the local sense, like the local scenes, I see people or I talk to musicians and I'm like, I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. I don't want to be you. But like. But then there's like you have to interact with them to it's it's like a weird thing. But I but I guess at the end of it, it's fine because it's, it's still music for me. And, that, and that's OK. Where So you said like if I don't do it, then I hate myself. Yes. So. And but you're saying you like obviously you have some like self-loathing. Right. But do you have it? In, I'm an artist. Right. Well, so where. So if you're not doing it, is it manifesting itself in that way? Like and only like if you like if you're doing it, mm-hmm. you're not hating yourself. But if you are not doing it, that's where it's coming from. Yeah, like those. Uh, I thought that at some point in my life that I was done with it and I was just gonna work and try to make as much money as I can and just do things like you know, just follow whatever get a house, get a wife, get a baby, just do it. And I I was going through those motions and it was fine and I was enjoying it, but there's like this like low setting depression because it's also kind of like the, oh my God, I feel this way, but now I have to go to bed because I have to go to work in the morning. And so like you you lose a little bit of yourself in that because you just like you have responsibilities like happens to everyone. There's things you need to pay for. There's things you need to be accountable for. So it, you have less time to like sit and think about yourself, but it was still there though, regardless, like with all that being said, it's still sitting in the pit of my stomach. Like you piece of shit, you suck. You could be doing it. This other guy's doing it and he's doing all right. This this other guy's doing it and that guy sucks. Yeah. And you're totally better than that guy and you know it, but you're not doing it. (laughs) So he's better than you. So yeah. Yeah. So ultimately... Yeah, it, it's it's like that. Yeah, but then but then it's also yes, the self loathing loathing when you're actually doing it. You're like, you suck though. Like, did you hear what you just did? That sounds like shit. 
it. <laughs> I, I think that's my because when I finally am like when I stop hating myself long enough to sit down and try it, mm-hmm. there's like that first three or four lines of something. Right. Or you're writing something or you're singing something or you're whatever you're doing. You're pain- just go, oh, God, <laughs> just <laughs> kill yourself. Yeah. Like cut your hand off. You why did you ever freak? think that you needed to get to this place? Like, why did you even try this? And you're like, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. I'm dealing with something deep rooted. <laughs> but then I watched something like Search Party with maybe from Arrested Development. I can I can never remember her name. Yeah, I don't know it either. And 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 it's good, it's enjoyable if you get the time to watch it. It's on TBS on demand. But it actually is. It's like fun. It's fun but it's fine. Like it's fine. You will enjoy it, you will laugh. I, I like the ending. I thought it was pretty decent, but it was nothing spectacular and nowhere near spectacular. And I'm like, these are like she she's like got like a weird cult following mm-hmm. thing, you know, rest of development, and whatever. And she could do, she's done other things, and like, it and it was just fine. It was just fine. And I'm like, man, I feel like me and my friends or someone I know could write we this could story. We could be just fine. <laughs> but yeah, but <laughs> I know what you're saying. But yeah, we could be better than that. Like sometimes in yeah. my in my mind, I feel like the bar is set so high, like. Oh my god! Like these people make these masterpieces, and then sometimes I listen to songs, and I'm like, "What? Like the fuck is this? This is awful!" And it's like on the radio, and like millions of people are paying hundreds of dollars to like go see these people, and I'm like, "This," and I'm I'm not. It's not like genre. It's not my taste. This is just bad. Right. Like, <laughs> and. <laughs> And like I could like no me like <laughs> I want to be this bad person <laughs> like definitely <sighs> just sucks and then you die so you gotta try you you, uh, you yeah right because you are gonna die I'm gonna die I'm totally I I'm, can't waste it I can't waste any more time while I'm alive and I can't wait to die so <laughs> <laughs> I mean waste sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry that, that was a slip. <laughs> But yeah, so I just feel like I just have to keep trying. Just like, just, just keep going. Like, someone's like, you suck and this is awful. Like, yeah, I know, right? And just keep going. Like, I feel like there's no, there's no way for me to win if I just sit on the sidelines. So at least if I'm trying, I'm trying. That's how I feel. And maybe it'll work out. I, w- I watched this thing. It came on my uh, YouTube, like, recommended. It was Louis C.K. It's And the caption is, like, Louis C.K. says being a musician is the stupidest career choice of all time or whatever. And he was on Conan. like, what did this <laughs> mother ever say? <laughs> and I was like, okay, like a, I'm going to like whatever right, he has to say. So he goes on Conan, and he's, they're talking, some like, immediately, he's like, you know, like, being a dancer is, like, the worst career path you could ever choose because, like, there's no there's no second string there's no like like you're just a working dancer it's like you're either the most famous dancer of all time or and even and he's like even those people we don't really care about uh, <laughs> or he's like you're just some guy but he's like at least he's and he points to the band he's like at least like musicians like you could do that he's like you could just be like this big ball of nothing that a computer could do but he's like at least you could do that he's like these people have like families and stuff and that's cool <laughs> just like god That's damn it yeah. it was like but everything's like that though i mean i'm sure there's working dancers and and comedians there's a bajillion comedians that don't make it louis ck yeah that's right i said it on the podcast check it out we called you out called you out it's almost christmas and i've done nothing so this is Christmas. Uh, Christmas music. <laughs> I do like Christmas shoes, though. Yeah, that's your jam. Just that, just the the ways that it tries to pull at you. It, what do you mean tries? It gets all it up gets in there. You? I know it gets a lot of people. It gets you too. Mister, could I buy some <laughs> shoes for my mama, please? That's a good one. I think um, Rob Lowe is in that. Really? I think so. I feel like I stumbled on something online about Rob Lowe doing something questionable. With a teenager? That thing? Yeah. 
And then he's like reinvented himself. Yeah. And I feel like nobody talks about it. They talked about it on the roast. Did they? Yeah. They were, they were talking about. I guess because I don't. I hate roasts so much. They're. They are because they're so formulaic. It's just like it's not even that. It just makes me feel like awful <laughs> because they're calling each other out. Or I don't understand. I <laughs> it makes me feel awful because the cel- oftentimes the ones I've seen the celebrities are not understanding what's going on. Like they're just doing it p- for publicity. Like they understand that they're going to get roasted and people are going to make fun of them. Right. But there's a point where I see it like they just, their brain like. <laughs> they get a little tired and it kicks in. That. Yeah, that people don't like, like they it turns to hate. Yeah. Like they think people hate them. Yeah. And oftentimes the people they select, people hate. <laughs> right. So, so it's just like a bunch like of their, hatred. Their biggest insecurity becomes true. When they get tired of laughing. Yeah. So you watch it and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> no. Nah. But they still have celebrities money. are jokes anyways. Celebrities are jokes, man. Down with Trump. What? what we should, if we go punk? <laughs> punk podcast? Oh, yeah. Been listening. Some minor threat. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing out there? An American wasteland. <laughs> Anarchy. Anarchy. I got some uh, great combat boots. I don't even know. It's just like taking We're every... so not punk that we I can't know. even... We can't even <laughs> think about how punks talk because we are so far removed. If we went to a punk show, we would be so... Oh, yeah. Like a real punk grumpy. show. Grumpy. In a warehouse. They're, I'd be like, they're going to hurt themselves. <laughs> Watch out. Around. Watch out. So Who's my, this band? Gigi Allen? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> he throws his poop. <laughs> okay. I'd like to Don't see it. Don't hit me, sir. <laughs> Joey was telling me something. My friend Joey was telling me something the other day about him going to a show and feeling old. He went to, um, I don't know if he wants me to tell this, but I think it's fine. He went to an Anim Collective show and he said he was standing there and like enjoying it. And then like I kind of turned and he's like, man, it's like kind of loud in here, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and if you know Joey, that would sound insane if he said that to you because he is such a fun loving, energetic, like, balls to the wall. Yeah. I want to have a good time at a show kind so of him telling me the story was great. That's funny. Just, I think like, I overheard him saying that the other day. I got like the Grinch grin. Just like it crawled up my cheeks like, ooh, tell me more. Tell me more about your decaying enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, that's the part you left. Ooh, yeah. somebody who's becoming broken like me. Oh, another ooh. jaded fella. <laughs> Say, sit on down. <laughs> oh, hey, another jaded fella. <laughs> Spin me your tale of woe. Oh, like the Drake, Mr. Tell me Wells. about how they were out of your bagels this morning at the bagel <laughs> shop and how grumpy you were. Tell me. Did you write a bad letter to them? An angry letter? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Elf. What's your favorite Christmas movie? It's not a Christmas movie, but I watch Uncle Buck every year. Yeah. Because you watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and then you have to watch Uncle Buck. You know, I've never actually seen that movie. You know, I've only seen, like, I've seen, I think I've seen all the parts, but I haven't watched it all in one sitting. Yeah, I don't, I know I'm supposed to. My new Christmas movie that's not a Christmas movie is John Wick, because I just saw it for the first time, and it was so fun. Oh, so obscure, but is that, that is that set in Christmas time, though, or anything? No. No, it's just because it's just you watched it. I mean, yeah. it's, like, dark, like, overcast in the movie. <laughs> um because of the tone is that your like obscure christmas movie that you feel like you should watch every year probably or now from now on yeah well this is how pretentious i am there was like a year <laughs> there was like probably three years where i was watching naked this mike lee film this really dark mike lee film from the 90s on like christmas eve <laughs> when i still lived at home i was like watching it in your bed. mom's like i make cookies and i love I'm you like, and so does your father oh yeah i'm i'm dealing with some accident existential crisis here mom I'm watching uh, Naked Mom. It's about nihilism <laughs> and <laughs> pseudo intellectualism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
but I think it's John Wick. John Wick's the new one. That's I think. It'll change next year. It'll be something different. My obscure Christmas movie that I want to watch every year is Akira. Really? Yes. Just pop it in every year? Because for whatever reason, like last year or the year before, I wanted it for Christmas just because I feel like I don't have, I don't, I never really collected DVDs because I like didn't have the money or didn't really care enough. And then like I was, I like started to collect CDs and then vinyl happened and then I was kind of pissed off and a couple other things happened with vinyl that I was yeah. like not really interested in. But then I was like, like collecting things are cool. Like it's like a fun thing to do and it's nice to like go to stores and I was like, okay, let me start with Akira for some reason. <laughs> I want this movie. Oh, and I got Alien. So it was like, here are two random movies that I want. But for whatever reason, like this month I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch Akira at some point. That's cool. Great. Yeah. That's good. That's good to have those movies that are not your typical ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, every year I watch It's a Wonderful Life. I feel mm-hmm. like I've never seen that movie all the oh. like sat down and watched the whole thing. Well, if you haven't watched it with your family growing up, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great it's a great movie. Like just like so like pulls at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. But but now there's so many fun ones like Elf and things. Right. We watched Jingle all the way the other night. That movie sucks, but it's, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's so, so bad. bad. Everything about that movie Every, is bad. It, yes, the, act, the there's acting, nothing good about it. The script. Yep. Though actually, I take that back. Phil Hartman is good in that movie. But I the hate neighbor. him though. Like, of course, because he, because he is good. Yeah, he is good at playing that part. But I hate his character. Sure. Oh, cookies! I love hey, cookies. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger! I'm gonna call you later. Okay. Double man. <laughs> I got the God. double man for Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> and then those like midget Santas beat him up or whatever. Or that like God, midget. Yeah, with John the, Bel- the, Jim Belushi. Yes. Jim uh, Belushi is one of the, the like Santa Claus. And then there's the giant Santa Claus. He's like, bro, do Joe. Yeah, what a piece of shit that movie is. <laughs> it's so bad. And I think like. A year is enough to completely forget. Because when it when it, right, like I saw right. it, I was like, "Oh, cool, yeah!" Like right. this is gonna, go, be- oh. <laughs> yeah. And then like halfway in, I'm like doing something else, and like I was at Cat's house, and we're like, then we started like talking and doing other stuff, and but it was still on. I thought you were gonna say Home Alone because you love Home Alone. I do love That's Home Alone. That's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do love Home Alone. So we should talk about your CD. You just released a CD. I did. That's it exciting. Is, it is on. Tell people where to find the it. The internets. GeminiHorror.bandcamp. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Gemini Horror. And if you search iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, it is there. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. DJ uh, took a lot of time to market this one. Yes. And get it out there, which is so awesome. And I'm really excited for him. Which and it, you collaborated on this CD. With my buddy Mike, who goes by, and I can't pronounce it right. Otonial, oton- otonal, otonal. It's Spanish for autumn. Cool. And yeah, he uh, and, and the marketing push was more because I was gonna do it for this next release that's also about to come out very shortly. Um, but it, it's fun and it's been like trying. It's been a lot of just like looking at websites and trying to find information and emailing people and and we're also doing a cassette release and the people that I'm using are really great and they've been calling me a bunch but it's just like another thing to like worry about sure so it, it's been like a, a very weird experience for me because i've never concentrated this much on this aspect of it i've always just concentrated on like the actual music and and just putting it out there and this letting it be but now i'm like no i'm gonna push a little harder but it's a lot <laughs> but that could be the key to the next thing that we had talked about earlier like getting to that place where like oh there's those shitty songs that you hear mm-hmm. and why is this being accessed and why are people listening to it mm-hmm. and you'll by doing this you could find out how much of it is marketing how right. much of it is selling yourself and selling your brand right you know and it's like how much of it is content and how much of it is that right and so now by taking that next step because you know you have the content you know that you're doing stuff that mm-hmm. is valuable to you and and others that, yes. that have said so now you're going to get that next step. And I think it's just going to continue to build it into this like cohesive thing where you are feeling confident and stoked on 
the product being received in the proper way. Right. Yeah, because like uh, a success, successful like pop musician or really most successful musicians have like teams of marketing people. You know, they have they have like a whole crew. They they get to really focus in on the art aspect or maybe like the tour part and like dealing with all the things that come with that. They're not dealing with unless I'm uh, I don't I mean I don't know. I'm just like generalizing, but they're not dealing with like Facebook stuff and how to like what you should like four tips to make your Instagram post more liked. Like, you know what I mean? They're they're not worried about that. They just do their thing and it's good. So it's it's crazy to think about all the shit that goes into it because it is and that's how I think about it too. I've used a lot of like um ideals from work like just put it out like try to reach as many people as you can and i think about it i do think about it more like a product and it makes me feel a little weird <laughs> to like yeah, to sell yourself yeah but but really that's what i want to do like i want to sell myself i want people to pay money to come see me play music in front of them like i want to be in it it's in it's entertainment i want to entertain people I think that I have enough talent to for people to want to pay for me to entertain them. I don't think it's like you know super popular, but I think there is a niche that I could get involved in somehow and make a living doing it. I don't know how long that takes or what that looks like, but I was like getting prepped. I wanted to say this because I was thinking about saying this and I and I felt this it felt really great um releasing it and doing like the spotify and digital distribution and all that stuff i knew it was coming up and i knew it was something i planned and i'd already researched it actually like a couple months ago i kind of already knew my game plan going into it but when i actually did it and when i actually like searched it and it came up i like freaked out i was so excited and it felt like and it really felt like i was like in the mud and i like reached an arm out to like yeah. get up and it just felt and I, I was totally blindsided by it because i was just like this is part of it just do this thing and then it's going to be here and then like look like there it is like this is fucking cool <laughs> that's so awesome and that's that's the only f- like now that you've had that feeling mm-hmm. that's the only feeling that you should strive for every time like i mean yeah not the only yeah. feeling but that that's the feeling you got to keep in mind oh yeah and be like, that's what that's that's val that's the validation that yeah. I needed. That I know how other people have perceived it because mm-hmm. they tell me. Mm-hmm. I know how to do it, but to actually see it for myself and have that victory and like feel yes. it like in your core and like in your stomach and yeah, that's awesome. That's, but that's, to also be surprised by it too, yeah. Because at this point, it's kind of like everything just kind of feels the same. Sure. To be like surprised by a feeling is like whoa like yeah i'm alive that's so pure that's like the purest form yeah that's the best that makes me so happy but yeah like i didn't feel like now i'm here i've arrived i felt like i just stuck my hand out of the mud and like this is like one one movement to hopefully get out (laughs) yeah whatever and and i and i and i saw that imagery immediately and i don't know what that means mom if you're listening i don't know (laughs) yeah so everybody in a super cheesy way reach out that mud reach out that mud man reach reach for the stows we're here to help you try and do that definitely that's awesome man yes check it out so check out his album yes and good stuff coming yes always and we'll talk before the holiday yes see you see you